Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 15th of February, the last day before the All-Star break. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And congrats to Glee301, saw you in the Discord all day, and then at night, 312. Very nice, including Jovic, but D'Lo was nice, Zion was nice. Uh, the Bruno Fernando Isaiah Jackson combo was nice. One percent Vince Williams Jr. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. That was very nice. You're not going to get him at one percent today, but you do get to him today because I waited a little bit. As you thank you, loyal fans, by the way, you guys are always great. Watch, I think we had like 70 people or as total of 90 people watch the show in four hours the other day. I'm putting it out at like noon, so that's when I want to do it on a slate like this where the late news is completely like. If I had wait, hadn't waited out the Jaron Jackson Jr. news, I would have just told you to play a reasonable amount of Jaron Jackson Jr., you know. So he's doubtful, Conchar's doubtful, and moreover, questionable. We have Kennard. He's questionable every game, but the more the overarching point I'm trying to make is we see what's happening again, right, with the Memphis guys. Are they trying to win or are they not trying to win? Not trying to win. Scotty Pippen ruled out as well. Um, Derek Rose ruled out. And then the other two guys doubtful. That's four guys in, in a flash. So, and then you have Ant-Man, he's in participating in um, in shoot-arounds. So, with Derek Rose out, with Jaron Jackson out, in the non-John Morant season, no Scottie Pippen, what does that mean? Well, guys who have minutes, Desmond Bain, ugh, fine, <laughs> for this team. Aldama should get a little bit more run, I guess, if we're giving him, let me see if I even have that. I don't think I've got that yet. I should give him 38. They still haven't really projected this quite right, I don't think. Yeah, so 38, how many minutes? Oh, okay, they have changed the projections now, but they haven't done ownership yet. I'm still waiting on them to do ownership before I... So Vince Williams, they're giving 34 minutes, and they're giving him 32 points. But wait, the guy we just talked about smashing was Aldama. Right, so Aldama now. How many minutes are we giving Aldama? 28, that's the deal. Okay, and I think they're probably onto something there. They look at the last Aldama game, he didn't close. And... So, I mean, also though Jaron Jackson Jr. was there, I don't know. I think Aldama could get more minutes here. The issue is he's kind of squeezed on both sides, right? He's a little bit too good, so they wouldn't play him in presumed blowout. So that's why I'm not racing to up my projections on Aldama. I just like the other guys better because Jemison with Triple J out is going to be pressed into heavy service with all the point guards out. You're going to split the minutes mostly between, I think, Gilliard and um, who's the other guy? Old man. Good one. Gilliard and Goodwin, they're right next to each other. So, okay, good. They've got these guys now relatively... I, I Oh, right. So I built in a rule because I don't think... I think they're splitting the baby, and I, I suspected they might. Because you don't know who's going to get these minutes. So they just have half projected one of them the starter and half projected the other one the starter minutes. And it doesn't matter who actually starts. Who gets these minutes and closes and gets big. So, uh, yeah, they haven't changed the ownerships yet. I think they're both good plays. I'm assuming... Maybe Gilliard starts either way. Goodwin or Gilliard's probably... And the question is not just who starts, but who do they care about? Because I don't really know who's like less important to them <laughs> out of Goodwin and Gilliard. Because Gilliard was DNPing and Goodwin is a million years old. So I think they might rest Goodwin. So that's why I have Goodwin at like double the field and a lot of Gilliard. It's all about Memphis today. That's why I've started off talking a lot about Memphis. There's other things to talk about in a second. But the main thing is get the Memphis rotation right today. There's not that many dudes left. Uh, assuming Kennard does not, gets like 
not that many minutes and doesn't, you know, he still has to hit shots. If you wanted to include him, I would include him like this. And I probably should because I'm running 40 lineups in the thing. So, you know, he's a, he's a reasonable value. He could hit his shots and keep the game close. I think the odds of that are very small. 10% maximum. I mean, honestly, 10% seems like a lot. I'm going to go five, six, seven. I guess I'm running enough lineups where 8% is a meaningful difference from five. But whatever. Like, I, I'm not going to be overweight on Kennard. I'm going to be overweight on these other guys. For instance, Jemison, Gigi Jackson, Zaire Williams. I'm not going to beat that much Zaire Williams. He's got a hit shot still. That's ridiculous. Yeah, sorry. I'm still looking through this for the first time as well. That probably breaks it. Vince Williams Jr. Hey, I told you we'd talk about him. So that's the deal. The guys who just like are good garbage time smashers and are going to play maybe either way. Let's look again at Vince Williams. Yep, closed in a close game, played 34 minutes. So first of all, let's make sure we've got him projected for 34 minutes. I think we do. Yeah, so good. Do I need to have 50% of him? No, I don't think so. Like how that's what I would have if I was sure he played in either way. But I'm only about half sure with these this assortment of guys because we've got guys who are better, like who are worse than him. And like, so Yuda would play in a blowout. Um, who else do I, oof, tough to make this team. Gilliard probably plays in a blowout. Uh, Zaire probably plays in a blowout. Jemison, just going to play either way. A absolute smash. Got to play more than 65% Jemison. Just, there's nobody else on the slate, even close to him. Just got to, you've got to mirror that with your ownership. At this point, if something else happens, fine. But at this point, there's just no, okay, so I'll keep fine. 90% Jemison, great. Uh, but then beyond that, who's going to close? Gigi might have to close still. It's either Gigi or like Lamar Stevens, but like did they, they close with Lamar in the close game. Yeah, they closed with Lamar in the close game and they didn't close with Gigi in the close game. So that makes me think in the blowout, you would have the same order of people and they would rest the veteran Lamar. Okay, so that's why I'm going to get to the weird percentage of the, of these dudes that I am. The current is not representative. I'm just trying to show you. And I did make a new rule over here just to show you Goodwin or Gilliard smashing. One, no more than one, Jordan Goodwin, Jacob Gilliard. Those are the point guards. There's one of them has to smash. I mean, for me, I mean, they're playing Milwaukee. The one of them that plays against the bench unit of Milwaukee for 10 minutes because they're down by 30 in the fourth quarter. Those are the guys. Okay. So that's that's basically what you're trying to pick out today. Who are those guys? I think they're definitely going to be Jemison. I think it's probably going to be GG. And then, I mean, I'm not going to be 70% GG. If the field is 15, I will limit it around 60. I don't want to be more than 4-ish percent GG, four times the field on GG. But it's, a, okay, enough Memphis talk. Some people probably have ha heard enough about Memphis. We don't have spend-ups today. So that's the other place where, like, you're just jamming Steph and you're jamming Giannis because who else would you jam? You know what I mean? Like, there's just no one else. So... Yeah, you got to jam one of them and probably both of them in at least 20% of your lineups, it looks like. And Ant-Man Ant just has to hit shots. That's why I can't go more than 15% Ant-Man even on a small slate like this. Plus, you all you know the rule, the other rule that we have activated down here. Anytime Minnesota plays, you got to run this rule. Otherwise, you're going to split the baby on all these forwards. The guys who could be an optimal are Cat, Gobert, and Nas. Cat, Gobert, and Nas... If one of them gets in foul trouble, Nas smashes. If none of them gets in foul trouble, the other two smash. There's just two of them smash, like almost all the time. And so I put them at their smash levels, which are like 44 for Cat, 40 for Gobert, just to like give them that few extra minutes that they don't get when they don't smash. You know what I mean? So that's that's what these levels are. I always like, I mean, Nas has gotten a little bit more expensive. I'm still within the rule. So let me get out of the rule. You can tell by the checkbox versus the 
people if you're ever trapped over there. But yeah, you just make sure the percentages match the cases and your comfort with them. And I think that's about right for me. I'm going to have to rerun this anyway. But let me talk about Portland. That's the other team we have that like just a bunch of gross stuff. I don't know who you play. Maybe you play some Banton. It looks like I'm getting some Banton. If he's 30%, though, I'm going to be fading just because we've got Memphis with nobody there. I mean, I've seen it. I know they could score like 80 and it'd be terrible. But I mean, those guys still have to score 80. There's only eight of them or whatever. I mean, nine, 10, whatever, including some real garbage dudes at the end of the bench. But not a lot of guys in that rotation. So that's why I'm, I've talked so much about Memphis and why when I get to this team, some Simons, I guess. This game's not expected to be that close either, though. You know what I mean? We got one close game. So let's look at our exposures in it. I would imagine we had some pretty massive exposures to the big guys. I'm not, I don't think you can limit your Keontae George today the way that I currently have, at least. Got to have more Keontae George. But yeah, the, this is the game to stack, right? I mean, this is the game that's going to stay close and your stars can get their actual top value. So try not to limit. The, I mean, that probably explains why Draymond was getting. I limited my Draymond early. Oh, it doesn't look like I was even limiting him now. But if I go to 50, does that change it? That's fun. I want to know. No, it doesn't. Okay. So optimal Draymond. I'm just matching the field on Draymond. No, no big stand there. So from, I'm just playing Keontae George and Steph Curry in a lot of lineups. And besides that, We'll call in Sexton, Clay. I mean, Clay's got to hit shots, though. If 30% if of people are going Clay, that's a no-no for me. What's it? Is his price zero? No, his price is still 5K or something. And he's playing no minutes. 30 minutes? Is 30 appropriate? Is he still getting 30 minutes? Let's look. I thought off the bench he wasn't getting that much work. Bum, bum, bum. Let's look. So Clay closed and played. Yeah, okay. So he played 30 minutes. Eh, okay. But he started. Is it, I, I thought he was playing off the bench. Anyway, so I guess with his current lineup, we're expecting him to start and play a bunch of minutes. Whatever. Okay. I'm going to leave Clay unchanged, but I'm, I'm not going to go. I mean, I still think 15% max for me on Clay. But I, I would allow more Dre. I would allow more Laurie even, because Laurie's not as, I mean, he still has to hit some shots. You know, he could have a down game, but he has uh, peripheral stats as well. In marketing. So, yeah, I would expect eventually to get to more guys from this game than I have in the other games. Um, I'm not sure if, I, if I'm going to build that into the model in any more ways. But, yeah, you're going to get close to a lock on Jemison, close to a lock on Gigi in my current guesstimate of what's going on on the slate. And then beyond that, I mean, who knows? It's the Wild West, some Gilliard, right. A lot of Gilliard and Goodwin. And, I mean, I think I need more than that. I think I need more than that because they're far and away the next best value. So, okay, here's what I'm going to do. 35% Nas, 25% uh, Goodwin, 45% uh, Gilliard. I mean, like, Gilliard's coming off a of DNP, so we might not even get him at 15%. He might be more like 10%. I was trying to wait for Sabersim ownership, so I don't have to just, like, guess around. But, I mean, what are we really doing on ownerships anyway, right, guys? I'm just guessing. So, yeah, I want to have it. That's only 25%. Though. Okay, so... I'll take a little bit more of a stand on Gilliard. Basically, I want a bunch of stands on a bunch of Memphis guys at the top of my leverage list. And that's what I got, along with stands on the guys who are undoubtedly going to score the most points. That's also good. And then a lot of Colin Sexton, about which I feel kind of meh. Let's double check. He's still getting rotation in Utah's. But I had that up. This is not Utah. Oh, okay. Well... For now, we're going to say Sexton. I don't feel that strongly about you. You have to go down in the, a little bit lower bin. 
Yeah, I don't know about that. I guess the reason he's still up there is the vacated opportunities from Fontecchio. I might see myself building in a rule here. Let's look at their game. I need to look at their popcorn machine and see, is he playing alongside Keontae or is it an either or? So for Utah, 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 Utah. Have they even played with this lineup? Maybe not. That might make it tough. So in this time, they did start Keontae and did not play. Oh, and played him alongside Colin Sexton almost the whole game. Okay, so who did sub in for him eventually? It's Chris Dunn. So Chris Dunn, I'm not going to do a Keontae Chris Dunn fork. I'm not going to do a Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson fork. Now that's something. That's something. Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson. Okay. I can see that being a good fork, right? Because those two guys are two guys that like, let's look at their distribution of points even. Is it going to show up? Well, not as much as I'd like it to. What about, like, because Clarkson, I thought maybe some games gets extended and you'd see it in a little hump in the distribution. You see it in Colin Sexton's distribution, a small off-center peak here, and then a peak up here at like 30-something. So I think here's what I want to do with Colin Sexton versus, oh, wow, look at the ownerships. Never mind. I'm not going to change anything around at all. So I was going to do a bunch of manipulating and stuff. But at the end of the day, Jordan Clarkson's 30%. Get out of town. I mean, like if the ownership changes, whatever. But I'm not going to be overweight on that. I was going to talk myself into like one or the other of these guys. But no, whatever. We'll just sometimes they could both go. Mm. One or the other is a good rule. I'm going to add the rule. I was going to say sometimes they could both go off. But that's just not true. For uh, so max, you max one. Utah shooting guard, and then we get group. Use no more than one of uh, Colin Sexton and can we order them by something? Colin Sexton and uh, who's coming in for him that I was worried about taking away? Clarkson. Those are the two guys who are shooters. Okay, so max one of them, and then both of them should be when they hit their case, we give them their case, but I'm still not wanting more than that amount of Jordan Clarkson. And I still, I mean, I guess, yeah, you got to give him a few more minutes. I, I guess I really do believe in, in the Colin Sexton play as part of a, as part of a max one situation at THT. No, thank you. No, thanks. I saw the amount of run he was getting in the last game. You don't need any THT. You don't need any Chris Dunn on the slate. Not even on the slate, I should say. So I'm going to do a rebuild, obviously, before we're completely done. You should check the Discord for final, you know. I, we've got to see what what ownership projections are for the Memphis guys. I really wish I had that for you, but, you know, it's been three hours since the last ownership thing. People are always like, wait for the later Sims. I'm trying to do a show, man. I'm trying to, like, give my opinion on the days, at, you know, what, what does the day look like? We know the situation for Memphis. I mean, it seems pretty obvious, the situation for Memphis, right? Whenever they do a bunch of doubtful and out guys, that's... They're not trying hard. They want to, they know they're, it's not even that they want to lose this game, right? It's that they know they're going to lose this game. They can see the Vegas books. They know they're 13 point dogs and who was going to do it for them? I mean, let, like, let's see, is it even moved from 13? Um, line, movement, NBA. I would, I would get, I mean, 13 seems real good. Yeah. Oh, it is at, it is still at 13. Okay. So, that's a live line, so good job, Saberson. But I don't know, man. I, it's just going to be a blowout for sure. So, uh, and on the, on the same 
So like you kind of are forced into playing Giannis, even though you know it could be a blowout, right? But on that side of the, who, who smashes in a blowout here? That's something else we can think about. Maybe adding a smidgen of like, I don't know, is he min price? I think AJ Green's maybe would smash in a, if he had a whole quarter extra, would, would it matter? Maybe. I don't know. You could do some of that. I'm just not going to do that because basically the starters take away too many minutes from the guys who would win in a blowout. And uh, yeah, so that's why we're limited though on our Lillard and our Portis and stuff is that they're just kind of squeezed from both sides. They don't have the upside because the upside's limited in a blowout and they don't have, you know, the value because they're expensive. Okay. And the value guys, you know, they're not getting enough value. So that's why we're doing a bunch of Memphis guys. And that's enough talk about it. So remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us.